0: Welcome to the God and Your Business Podcast. I'm Dr. Una, your host, the Jesus Lover and Serial Entrepreneur. Each week, we will unlock timeless secrets for business success from the Bible. Regardless of your faith, I invite you to join me on this journey with the only thing you'll need, a healthy dose of curiosity. And now for the episode. Well, hello, hello, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of the God and Your Business podcast. I am super pumped to be your ears today. And I am so happy because we are going to be talking about social wealth. Okay, so there's financial wealth, which is money. You can say my net worth is a million or 10 million or 20 million or whatever. But you can also intentionally create social wealth and your relationships, the ROI, the return on investment, On your relationships is so much higher than any return on investment that you can get from money. Okay? So it's very important that we learn it, we look into the scriptures, we see what God says about it. If you're here and you're an introvert and you're like, you know, I'm I'm really not good at people, I wanna invite you to look at it differently. Being an introvert does not mean that you're not good at dealing with people. Dealing with people, networking, all of that, that is a skill, not a personality type, okay? You might say, Dr. Una, you don't understand, but I actually do because I am an introvert and I started out as a very introverted introvert, socially shy, socially awkward, super shy, the whole nine yards, okay? So I do understand it, but as an introvert, you can be dominant on stage. You can be really good at networking. You can be really good at building relationships because those are skills. Okay. Those are skills. Those are not, it's not a personality type. It's not about being an introvert or an extrovert. And so we're going to look into this. Maybe people have hurt you before. And so you're like, I don't do people, but if you understand the return on investment or relationships, you realize that it's, it's risk and benefit. So there is that risk that people hurt you. However, the benefit of being with the right people outweighs that risk, right? And so, you know, if you go to a doctor and you meet somebody who has a really, Very severe disease, let's even say they had cancer, a doctor would know that and still give, still know all the side effects of chemo, still give it to them. Why? Because the return on investment, right? Like if this fixes the cancer, we're talking about living for another 40 years as opposed to living for five months, right? Do you see what I mean? And so, and not to say the side effects of humans are that bad, but but I want to invite you to embrace the idea of being that person who is like, I do people, right? So we're going to look at, you know, we looked at mentors and today we're going to look at peers. Now, remember with your social wealth, your social wealth is that's your relationships. You want to be intentionally building this right you don't want your relationships to happen to you you want to curate your relationships right if they have such a profound impact on your life and on your business on your family and all of that you don't want it to just happen to you so when we talk about peers i'm not talking of you know people who went to college with you people who live down the street from you people who've always been your friends we're talking about how can i create this tribe of peers that are the equivalent of social wealth, okay? These are people who can help me get to my destination, right? So let's talk about that. So when I talk about peers, I'm talking about people who are at the same stage as you, and they're trying to accomplish similar goals, okay? So these are not You know, people who happen to go to the same college with you, people who happen to be at the same job as you, people who happen. No, these are people who are at the same stage as you are, and they're trying to accomplish similar goals. So of course, we're talking about God in your business. So we're talking about business, right? So let's, let's look at what this will look like for your business. Maybe you're at a stage where your business is making multiple six figures in revenue, and you've set a goal to hit seven figures. That's your goal. You're like, man, we've done this multiple six-figure thing. I want to hit this. I know that it means I'm going to have to learn skills that I don't have already. I know that it means I'm going to have to learn things that, you know, strategies that I don't already know. It means that I'm going to have to have a mindset shift. It means like all these kinds of things, right? And I'm willing to embrace that challenge to get there, okay? Now, a peer would be somebody who maybe also has... Multiple six figure business, and they're or they're super close to that, and they have a similar goal of, you know, like, hey, I want to get to seven figures, or I want to double my business, or quadruple my business, or whatever that is. That's what I want to do. Now, somebody who has is at the same stage as you are and is trying to accomplish the same thing as you're accomplishing, or something similar, that's a great peer. Maybe. You're starting a business, and the thought of putting yourself out there—I mean, it makes you so nervous. It makes you—you're like, if this is what I have to do to build a successful business, then maybe I don't want to build a successful business, right? But then you are deci- you decided, like this year, you're like, nope, I am going to become a master at putting myself out there, right? And then you have somebody else who is like, I want to become a master at putting myself out there. See, similar goals, similar goals. Okay. Somebody, maybe you're at a stage where your business is seven figures, and you know that for me to go to my next level, I need to become a master at building teams. I have to because I can't do this alone anymore. I can't do this with one or two people anymore. And there's somebody else who maybe they're not even at seven figures, maybe they're multiple six figures, but they are at that point where team building is what I have to do. Right. So, who's a peer is somebody who has similar goals. Maybe. You're like, I want to build a business that will also aggressively advance the kingdom agenda. Maybe you're someone who's like, I want to build a business, but I want to I want to give away 50% of my net revenue, right? That's that's kind of my goal. It's a crazy goal. But guess what? They are the crazy people like you. Those are your peers. Okay. All right. And if if you have those kind of goals, send me a PM, okay? Because you're my people. So why do you need these people? Because you guys will have the same challenges, right? And so what that does is it normalizes the challenge. If you, when you, sometimes people start off in business and there's a lot of perfectionism and, you know, and they're they're beating themselves up. Why do I think like this? Why do I get discouraged? Why do I have self-doubt and all this kind of stuff? And then you start hanging out with entrepreneurs and you talk to somebody who is building a $100 million business. And guess what? They have (laughs) self-doubt. You know what I mean? Like those things still show up. They still show up. And you're like, oh, wait a minute. I'm normal. This is just part of the journey. So they normalize the challenges and you're like, okay. And then you can just, you know, relax and do what you need to do. The other thing is that they're great accountability partners, just sometimes just by being, right? And so you guys all decided, oh, we're going to build a seven-figure business this year. And you start working on it and then you start slacking. And then the other person's like, oh my goodness, remember how we said we were going to do this? I did this and this happened. They don't even have to call you out. They just called you out just by being right? And so they're great accountability partners. And other times when you need to be called out, they'll probably call you out too, right? And so we need these people. And you might be going like, Dr. Una, I, okay, whatever. What is, where, where is this in the scripture? You're making this up, okay? So now the disciples of Jesus Christ, the disciples of Jesus Christ had a tough task ahead of them. They were supposed to evangelize the world. They're supposed to evangelize the world. And you're talking about in a world where Jesus was just killed Half of the people think he rose from the dead. The other half think the disciples stole his body. And of course, the high priests and the rest of them, they told, they didn't want them preaching. Okay. And so in Acts chapter, in Acts chapter four, they went somewhere and they preached. They preached the gospel. And of course, you know, when you read the account, I'm not going to read all of it because of time, but in Acts chapter four, Let me read from verse one. It says, while Peter and John were speaking to the people, they were confronted by the priests, the captain of the temple guard and some of the Sadducees. These leaders were very disturbed that Peter and John were teaching the people that through Jesus, there is resurrection from the dead. So they arrested them. And since it was already evening, they put them in jail until morning. But many of the people who heard their message believed it. So the number of men who believed now totaled 5,000. So we're talking about 5,000 people are now believers, okay? So are they doing what they're supposed to do, what Jesus told them to do? Yes, okay? But but, but they're arrested though. They were arrested, <laughs> okay? And so the next day the council met and all of that stuff. And then they you know, started asking them questions like, In whose name are you doing all of this stuff? And when they were done, when they were done, they told them, listen, we don't want you guys, we don't want to hear that you guys are preaching about this Jesus anymore. So they commanded them, like, don't speak or preach in the name of Jesus. But of course, you know, Peter and John were like, well, we're going to have to obey God because that's what God sent us to do. And so they let them go, right? They beat them up and then let them go. But I want you to hear what happened, okay? And, You know, you might say, okay, but I'm not having this experience, but in your business, you may, you may have set that goal. We are going to hit multiple six figures. We are going to hit multiple seven figures. And then you had, you know, 10 clients decide they don't want to work with you. And then you had, you know, two people go on and write you a nasty one-star review. And you had like, you had, so life beat you, right? Life beat you. And whenever you try to take on a goal, chances are things like that are going to happen. Okay. So listen to this. Listen to this. It says, verse, this is verse 23 now. It says, as soon as they were freed, as soon as they were freed, as soon as they were done experiencing this thing where they were arrested for preaching the gospel, they were beaten up and they were threatened. And they said, don't you ever preach in this name again. As soon as they were freed, Peter and John returned to the other believers. Um, some translations say to their own company. I will say to their own peers, right? You have a bad day in business. You can return to your own peers. You can return to your own people who are at your stage and are striving for the same thing, okay? They returned to the other believers and told them what the leading priests and elders had said. Then it says, when they heard the report, all the believers lifted their voices together in prayer to God, and they started praying. Right. And at the end of it, they said and the place where they were gathered together was shaken and they all went out and they spoke the word of God boldly. So they were all energized to go back and go do the thing that created all these problems in the first place. Right. So I want you to think about you as an entrepreneur rather than doing it by yourself. You have other entrepreneurs, especially if you can have other entrepreneurs of faith. And so when you go through challenges in your business, you have somebody that you can, you can, you have some people, your own company, right? That you can come and you can say, listen, I went, I did that product launch and I, you know, I sold this many, but my goal really was this. And, you know, some people complained about it and some people said, all I care about is the money and all of that. And I'm discouraged And you can have people who will stand with you. And by the time they're done talking with you, maybe even praying with you, sharing their own stories and sharing the successes that came on the other side of it, or maybe they even help you see that, yes, that happened, but do you realize that is 100% more than what you did the last time? They can help you reframe it and see it from the right perspective. You could literally walk away on fire, recommitted to your goals, ready to take it by storm, Right. Or you could be depressed for a month. Like it could literally be a one hour meeting with your peers and you're done, or it could be a month of being stuck. And so this group of people, they're so important. And it's one of the relationships that maybe we don't leverage, or maybe we surround ourselves with people who, you know, really they're at the same level, but they've settled. They don't want to go anywhere. That's not who these people are. That's not who your peers are. Right. In this context, these are people who are at the same stage and they're, they're, they're trying to, they're striving like you are to be better. Right. And, you know, so I, I want to leave you with this. You want to build, you want to build a team of peers. Okay. So not, this doesn't accidentally happen to you. And this doesn't have to happen, you know, like overnight. You can take your time to study these people you're like okay this person seems to be at the same stage they you know they're striving to be better i see them you know daring their fears i see them working hard i see them like they can just settle but they aren't and all of that stuff and you can start building relationships with them but we need these people so you need peers and that is part of your social wealth okay because that level of encouragement that level of accountability I mean, like if you get that from someone else, that's thousands and thousands, tens of thousands of dollars. Okay. And sometimes when it's transactional, they may not be there for you as much. But when these people are your people and they're doing this for you and you're doing it for them, you're talking about a lifelong relationship that will dramatically change not just your business, but every aspect of your life. So, peers, look for them, build them. It is a principle from the word of God, and if you do this, it will change your life. It will change your business forever. So maybe you're the person who used to say, I don't do people, or maybe you're the person who said, oh, I'm an introvert, so it means I can't do people. I want to invite you to leave those two myths alone, and I want you to go on the offense and build yourself a team of peers. Okay, so cannot wait to hear all about it. If you start building this, be sure to send me a private message. I wanna hear about it. And I cannot wait to see you on the next episode of the God in Your Business podcast. You've been listening to the God in Your Business podcast. If anything you've ever heard on this podcast has helped you, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. It really helps us get the word out. Thank you so much. And remember, you are not alone in business you're doing business with God, the smartest being in the universe. See you next week.